This is Gabriel Carrillo from the EdTech Bytes Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you are listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready, because the learning begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome back for another episode of the Leader of Learning podcast, the show where educators can come find inspiration to transform education through effective leadership. I'm your host, Dan Krinas. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me here on episode 28 of the Leader of Learning podcast. This is part two of our summer mini leadership series. If you missed episode 27, last time we were talking about finding your why and creating your personal vision for education or whatever position that you find yourself in. In this episode, I want to talk about inspiring and empowering and the difference between being a manager versus being a leader. Let me start with this. I once worked for someone who described a great leader as someone who can make the jobs of everyone else under them easier. And it took me a long time of wrestling with that definition to really disagree with it and dislike it because I think for me, Helping someone by making their jobs easier sounds great, and it is great, but I don't know that that's leadership. I consider that to be more management. Personally, I consider a great leader someone who can inspire and motivate and empower others that work under them or work with them. As a matter of fact, I did a little bit of research for this episode, and I looked up an article that was published by the Harvard Business Review back in 2013, and the article literally is called Three Differences Between Managers and Leaders, and one difference really stuck out to me, and that is leading people versus managing work. And again, I'll go back to that definition I think when it comes to making other people's jobs easier, to me, that's managing work, managing their work. But I don't know that it's leading people. So let me share with you what this article says when it comes to the difference between leading people and managing work. The article says, management consists of controlling a group or set of entities to accomplish a goal. Whereas leadership refers to an individual's ability to influence, motivate, and enable others to contribute toward organizational success. And then it says influence and inspiration separate leaders from managers, not power and control. So again, I think when it comes to managing people and maybe even helping to make their jobs easier, that's more the power and control. But when it comes to inspiring and empowering other people, that is leadership. I've actually talked a lot before about a leadership position that I had before I even got into the field of education when I was in college as the president of a fraternity. For me, this was the first real leadership experience that I got where I was honing my own craft as a leader and getting my first opportunity to do just this, to inspire and empower the other members of the organization. And without getting too into a lot of details about what was going on in our organization at that time, what I'll say is that 
when I became the president of the fraternity, there were a lot of things that we needed to do to improve not only our organization, but our place among the other Greek organizations at our university. And so there were a lot of other members who had great ideas. And instead of me trying to hold power over all of them, I'd like to think, and and I'm pretty sure that I did, inspire them and empower them to run with their own ideas. And within the year that I was the president of the organization, we held events that we had never held before, like our first formal dance and an extremely successful Battle of the Bands fundraiser along with other philanthropy events. We were starting to become one of the top, if not the top organization in the Greek life for our academic standing. We brought more members of the organization in than ever before, and we secured a house in the brand new Greek village that was being built on campus. Now, my point is this. I know that I cannot take credit for all of the really great things that happened during that year in the organization. The credit really goes to the other members of the organization who not only had the ideas, but were given the time, the space, the support to be able to really make those ideas come to life and come to fruition. But it wouldn't have happened without me and my vice president to be there to encourage, support, and again, I'll go back to those words, inspire and empower the other members of the organization. In my educational career, of course, I can think of several times when I felt inspired and empowered by my leaders. And in turn, I'd like to think that there are times when I have inspired and empowered others that I work with. For example, after just the first four years of my career spent in the classroom, I was empowered by the administrators at my school who gave me the opportunity to move out of the classroom and into a role in the school that allowed me to coach other teachers. So it was really the first time in my career that I got the opportunity to support fellow colleagues and and other educators. And now as an instructional coach again for the second time in my career, I've spent the past few years trying to do this every single day, empower and inspire other educators. And I think sometimes I do that by leading by example, showing the other teachers just how hard I push myself to learn and to be a lifelong learner and to take as much as I can to bring back to them to make them better. And I also think I empower them because I realized early on as an instructional coach that I would only be effective if the ideas weren't all my ideas, that they were also being generated by the other teachers that I work with so that they, just like the members of my fraternity when I was in college, could take their ideas and run with them and really bring them to life. The Leader of Learning Podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network, podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. For more great podcasts, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. The Leader of Learning Podcast is also a proud member of Voice Ed Radio, changing the way you talk about education. To listen to more great education content, please visit voiceed.ca. Okay, so how can you be a leader versus a manager? This is going to depend a lot on the role that you play and the title that you have in your school, but remember, 
as I always say, and you're probably getting tired of hearing it, being an educational leader has very little to do with the role you play or the title you have. In the classroom, you can be a leader by inspiring excellence in your students and empowering them through opportunities to show their student voice in different learning opportunities or projects or assessments. As a teacher leader, of course, you can inspire and empower your colleagues on your grade level or in your content area. And as an administrator, of course, there are so many opportunities for you to inspire and empower the staff that work under you. They need to feel that they're a part of something too. And sometimes they can't feel that way if they're not getting opportunities to bring their voice to the table. They have ideas too. And until they feel empowered to take those ideas, run with them, they might not feel inspired and empowered. And therefore, they might feel like their administrators are simply managers and not truly inspirational leaders. I'll reference back to the Harvard Business Review article one more time because I think they give a really good example here. And I know it's a really grand example, but I wanted to mention it anyway. Let me read from the article again. It says, in India, Gandhi inspired millions of people to fight for their rights, and he walked shoulder to shoulder with them so India could achieve independence in 1947. His vision became everyone's dream and ensured that the country's push for independence was unstoppable. The world needs leaders like him who can think beyond problems, have a vision, and inspire people to convert challenges into opportunities one step at a time. So here's where we come full circle with this. Last episode, we talked about creating a vision, starting with why. Now we're talking about inspiring and empowering. So what do those two have in common? Well, you take your vision, just like Gandhi did, and you bring other people on board with it as well. You inspire and empower them to be part of it. Again, maybe in the classroom that means making sure that students know you have high levels of expectations for them and that you have this vision that every single student, no matter what their interests are or their abilities are, will succeed in your class. Or as an administrator, you have a vision and you're going to empower everyone who works with you and works around you to fulfill it. So just to summarize, I really do believe there is a major, major difference between someone who is a manager versus someone who is a leader. Managers, like the Harvard Business Review article says, they manage work. It's work, work, work. Whereas leaders lead people. They inspire them. They motivate them. And I love this word, empower. You cannot lead unless you are empowering others. So... I think to improve upon that definition of leadership that I once heard where a great leader makes the work of other people around them easier, I think I would rather say that a great leader empowers the people around them to realize a common vision. I'd love to hear your feedback on that definition, this episode, and all the ideas that I've shared about the difference between being a manager and a leader. After you get done listening to this episode, please reach out and tell me how it's resonated with you. Well, that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so yet, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite way to listen. Also, if you like what you heard, 
please recommend this podcast to other educators, leaders, friends, or anyone you think would love listening and learning. And don't hesitate to leave a positive review on iTunes or whatever service you use to listen. For more information, head over to leaderoflearning.com. There you can also find the Leader of Learning blog, ways to connect on social media such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Boxer, sign up for our newsletter, and even how to purchase Leader of Learning merchandise. Thanks again, and remember, no matter who you are or where you are, you too can be a leader of learning. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>